Kaya FM podcast. Saturdays with Jenny on Kaya FM 95.9. Coming up next, Sue Niati, and uh, she's reviewing a really interesting book, An Image in the Mirror. And uh, that was the book that I was saying has had ex- extraordinarily interesting reviews. So as soon as we've got hold of her, we'll be chatting to Sue and she has read it backwards, forward and inside out. And by the way, she's also got another book coming out a little bit later on in the year. So she is absolutely prolific at the moment. All right. So Sue Niati is on the line. So Sue Niati, welcome to Kaya FM. Hi, Jenny. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. Welcome to Kaya FM on a lovely Saturday morning. Yeah, you keep calling it lovely. It's a lippy, chilly Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't feel chilly and I still don't. So I don't, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Sue, so just just before we start looking at uh, an image in the mirror, just tell us, uh, I know you don't want to talk too much about the book, your book that is coming out, but it's coming out when? In July. So it's, uh, it's just around the corner. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's non-fiction. Am I right? Yeah, it's non-fiction. So it's it's not really my book to say. Okay, so I'm you know <laughs> I put it together, but it's an anthology, so which I've edited as well. So so it's still your book. You just haven't <laughs> you haven't done the writing. I mean, don't let split hairs. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean Nick Nick Plonga has just picked up an award for also the you know Joe Bergnoir, and he oh, certainly that. didn't write the whole thing. And his apricot tree has been cut down. I mean, it is a misery what I saw. But anyway, so <laughs> so. It is coming out, and the, and the theme is what is is there a theme to your new book? There is. Um, it's gender based violence. Okay. So yeah. All right. So, so yeah, it covers all aspects of it. All right. So we'll yeah. talk about it more. But th- this is a subject, in fact, that you dealt with in your last book, and yeah. also a subject in the book before that. So mm. I think the difference with this. I mean, I think in my book, you know, we have a, a protagonist who dies from gender based violence. But in this book, we have, it's the people who've survived it. So it's, it's a, it's survivors telling their stories. So it's the different, you know. So in my book, it's, I told the story of someone who never lived to tell their own story. Whereas in, in this anthology, it's stories of people who've survived gender-based violence and I'm, I'm almost giving a testimony of it. So not necessarily survived it well because some of the survivors carry terrible scars. Yes, um, exactly. You know, and they're financially, you know, in a bad situation, but uh, but they have survived it nonetheless. Nonetheless, true. Yes. Okay. So it's a it's a celebratory book in it in its own way. So yes, I look forward to yeah. I look forward to seeing it because I, I have to say that I spent a, a little bit of time was it yesterday the day before at Victoria Yards talking to some women who have survived and managed to get away who have survived gender um, violence and and whatever. But but I mean being left in a parlous situation financially. Uh, it's such a lovely story. I'd love to share it with you actually. So, okay. um, but another yeah. time. So Sue, let's let's talk about this book. I, I mean, I picked up the phone to you because on the basis I haven't read the book. On the basis of your review of the book, which I thought was it was so intriguing that we needed to share it with people because it's had outstanding reviews. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, you know, and I actually read this book like, you know, almost two years ago. Hmm. And so, yeah. So, um, and, and the thing is, I've, I've been, you know, I used to do reviews, but then I used to just keep them. <laughs> and then until I discovered Goodreads, so I started posting them and, you know, posting them everywhere. Hmm. But yes, it is a it's, a, it's a brilliant book. It's a beautifully written book, a coming of age story about two women. Uh, we meet them um, at, you know, in their teenage years. 
um, until they, you know, the early, just the early 20s. And they told, the story told through two, their twins, Aken and Nyakade. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Mm-hmm. Ugandan by birth. Um, they separated at birth because Nyakade is adopted by her aunt, who's had her own challenges, you know, birthing children. So Nyakade grows up in South Africa, while Aken grows up in Uganda. So the image in the mirror, the title, you know, because the, the book mirrors the lives of these two twins who are separated at birth. And so the story moves back and forth from, you know, Uganda and South Africa. And, you know, we meet these, you know, young women at the cusp of, you know, young love as well. Mm-hmm. And just the contrast of the way they've grown up, you know, the one in Uganda and the one in South Africa. Take us through that. Uh, take us through that. It's almost like twins, isn't it? Uh, you yes. know, separated twins and one com- yeah. comes from two totally different backgrounds. Yeah, go, tell us. And, you know, and they've never met since birth. So they, you know, they only, I can only has pictures of Nyakale, who grows up in a totally different environment in Santon. She goes to, you know, good school, goes to university. She has different opportunities and, and that shapes her differently. Whereas I can grow up in a, in a village in Uganda, you know, the, the struggle, the strife of mm-hmm. village life, the patriarchy she experiences firsthand, how women are oppressed, they can't own land. So you just see the different trajectories of, you know, the two lives these women lead and they've never met. They just know of each other. And the, the novel eventually culminates in them meeting in the end, but it builds up towards that meeting. But I mean, before we even get to the ending, I mean, you know, the book explores so many themes, you know, uh, migration being the most, you know, prominent one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've just finished reading a, a brilliant book as well. I don't know if you've come across it by Emmanuel Saban, The Boy Who Never Gave Up. Well, I certainly know about it and I've got the, I've got a copy of the book. I know all about it. Yeah. So it's, it's that same thing of, of, you know, people who migrate. I mean, I, I was thinking of Akan's life in the village, you know, and how religion almost becomes an opium to survive. Mm. You know, um, people lean on it. And it's the same theme that was in Taban's book about how they, they're also lent on religion. You know, it gives you hope for a better life, you know, in, in the misery mm. that you are in. And yeah, yeah, so it's a very, you know, it's a very, it's a very interesting thing because, you, you know, that book is in Sudan and this one is in Uganda. And it makes me, you know, think a lot of, you know, how in Africa we use, you know, religion as a crutch. You know, we think, you know, God will solve everything and not, you know, whereas instead it should be, you know, faith with works. You know, you can't just, you know, sit and think things will fall like manna from heaven. It doesn't work that way. And we see that in Akhen's life as well and how she, she relies on that. But I mean, also, she's, you know, she starts to think beyond that as well and trying to think of, you know, how can she become active? You know, an active citizen to try and make improvements in her own country. Mm-hmm. Because another prominent theme is, the, you know, in the way a lot of people leave Uganda. And I could also relate to this in the same way a lot of people left Zimbabwe. We, you know, the Ugandans also did the same trip. It's either they're going to the UK or South Africa. And that's the same of Zimbabweans as well. And then Akan is like, okay, some of us have to stay behind and sort out this mess. We can't all leave. And so, you know, that's her, kind of her story. And she stays in the village trying to make a difference, not trying to make a change. Whereas Nyakale, she leaves, but, and, you know, she's raised by her aunt and uncle who, who always yearn for the Uganda they left behind. And I think this is so true of many, you know, migrants. You know, they romanticize that life that they left behind, you know, mm-hmm. the good old days. And it makes you wonder, were the days that good, actually, you know? Um, or is it just, you know, nostalgia? Mm-hmm. And so 
so they live and, you know, have this affluent life, lifestyle, but, you know, they're always thinking of what, you know, the good old days, what they left behind. And I think for many migrants, you all fall into this kind of like existence where you're not quite at home where you are. And when you go back to where you come from, you're not at home either. Mm-hmm. And I think it explores that, you know, what is home and what does it mean? What, what is your home? Because sometimes you don't quite fit in in the country where you've migrated to. Of course. And because you've changed, you also don't fit into the country that you've left behind. Mm. So you're kind of like floating, just like float, a floating you know, person. You don't belong anywhere. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, it does take you time, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, it really does take a lot of time. I do know that when I finally came back to, to South Africa, which I had left as a child, it was such a relief that I was meeting people who I didn't have to explain about the country of my birth. I just didn't have to say anything because everyone around me was South African, you know? Um, yeah. And it was a relief. It really was a relief. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's actually, you're right, it's a burden of explaining that's hard because every time, yeah, it's like you introduce yourself. So, Sue, so is, is, is this a book that has broad appeal, do you think? I definitely think so. I mean, I think it's, it's one of those books that will raise so many questions. I mean, because it also touches on a lot of current affairs, like, you know, road statue must fall because Mia Kali is at university at that time and she brings that in. I mean, there's so many themes in this book, so many. You know, it can make a really good book club read because it, you know, it raises so many poignant questions that you want to, to have. I mean, it's always this thing of, you know, like a, a, a simple question like, who is the parent? Is it the person who gives birth to you or the person who raises you? <laughs> You know, I mean, questions like that. And, you know, you can actually have, you know, meaty discussions around that. You know, it's very, it's a book that makes you introspect on a lot of things. It sounds to me like a perfect book club book. It really and truly does. So it is an image in the mirror, which of course is the two girls, uh, yeah. by Jang Galette, I think it must be. Yes. S. Ogwang. And uh, it's published by Blackbird. And Blackbird is, is on its own very interesting journey, isn't it? Yeah, it, I, I think it's it's become the home of, debut authors <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like most authors make their debuts there and it's launched many careers I think so in a very short period of time and Sue your latest book A Family Affair which as you know I love I mean that is still doing really really well I should imagine yeah I, I, I see you know a lot of people posting about it talking about it so I think yeah it's still the momentum has carried forward mm, you know, lovely. last year. Lovely. Sue, thank you very, very much indeed for that review. I'm just going to give the details of it. So thanks so much and have a lovely weekend. Thank you too, Jenny. Bye. Thank you. Sue Niati, of course, Sue's an author and one of the few authors, by the way, in South Africa who's earning her own living by being an author, which is absolutely fantastic. An Image in the Mirror by Jangalet S. Ogwang, Ogwang and it's published by Blackbird and Sue Niati's latest book is A Family Affair, published by Macmillan. Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM Podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.